Hello, this is Evangelist Valerie Laurie coming to you with sharing the Word of God. I praise the Lord and I thank God for you being here to listen to this podcast. Uh, We have an important word from the Lord to share with you. And it's an important word because as I prepared this message, got it laid out and had to go, had to go to work. I feel like um, in working that the things that transpired on my job was related to my laying out this part, this particular podcast. So today we're going to be coming from 2 Corinthians, the first chapter. And we're going to be talking about, for our title, we're going to be talking about suffering. And so we're going into Bible, Bible study. In in suffering, when you look up the definition of suffering, it says the state of undergoing pain, distress, or hardship. And when you suffer, it talks about the experience of being subjected to something bad or unpleasant. In today's economy, in our world today, as everybody knows by now, if you're an adult, that we all have gone through some suffering, especially with last year and thank God for this year. But times have been hard for many people. And so, I felt like this was the message that God wanted me to bring to the people, to the listening audience, because we all have, most of us have that in common. Truly, indeed, for many, it has been hard. In the Bible, in Second Corinthians, in this first chapter, Paul is talking about the um part where they the apostles had gone through some suffering and so we're going to skip around a little bit and read um these verses and it talks and Paul is talking to the people who are in Corinth the church of God which is at Corinth and he's talking to all the saints which are in all Achaia And he starts off, he greets the church and he greets the saints in Achaia. And he starts off in verse 2, we're in 2 Corinthians chapter uh, 1. He starts off saying, in in verse number 2, after his greetings to the church, he starts off and says, Grace be to you and peace from God our Father, from the Lord Jesus Christ. In verse 3 he says, Blessed be God. Even the Father of our Lord Jesus, the Father of mercies, and the God of all comfort. That stands out because he's calling him a God of mercy and a God of all comfort. So he's he's identifying, and this is the way that they saw God. This is the way that they saw uh, the Lord Jesus Christ's Father. He's a God of mercy. And he is a God of mercy because you stop and you think about if we 
were to be punished for everything that we have done. What a merciful God we have because he gives us mercy for some of the things that we have done. And then he ties it up by saying that he is the God of comfort. So there's a particular relationship that they have with the Heavenly Father, knowing that one, he is merciful unto them, and two, that no matter what what happens to them, no matter what happens to them, any troubles, any distresses, he knows that God is going to comfort them because God is right there with him. They recognize him as Heavenly Father, and he will give them the comfort that they need. The apostles, they suffered things. And if they could get through it in this 2021 time, if they could suffer and get through it with God, I want you to know that you and I can get through these times, these tribulations, these times that we're going through. We can get through it too with the help of God. Many of us kind of feel like we're exhausted. We've had enough. We've been over a year in the pandemic. And it kind of seems like we're, we're, we're exhausted and we've had it. But there was something about the apostles and them going through the suffering that they were living for cause. They believed in what Jesus had told them, and they were willing to die for the faith. They had seen the miracles. They had known that what Jesus had said was true. And so they were willing to give up their lives for the cause of Christ because he had died on the cross. He had come back. He raised up after being dying on the cross and three days later later he rose again so they were suffering and doing what they needed to do for the cause of Christ they believed in what Christ stood for being the son of God they believed the message that he had that he, Jesus was the Son of God. And so, for us as believers, you and I, if we are believers in God, believers in Jesus Christ, then we are ambassadors, and we represent Him. For the kingdom, we stand. So for a cause and a purpose, the apostles were able to stand. For a cause and a purpose of sharing the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. For that cause and that purpose, through trials and through tribulations, through knowing Jesus as our Savior, through knowing God as the God of mercy, through knowing God as a comforter, we too, like the apostles, will be able to stand. 
a lot of times we think that once we get saved, that it's all going to be a bed of roses. But that's not promised in the Bible. And so we need to look at the world as it really is. Take off those rose-colored glasses and see that sometimes it's not always going to be peaches and ice cream. Sometimes we're going to have to suffer. And sometimes we're going to have to go through some things. So we got to be able to, when we go through some things, realize that God is there and he's there to help you. Many of you, maybe you can't sleep at night. Many of you may be tossing and turning and worrying. But we see here in 2 Corinthians that Paul makes a statement in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 4. He says, Who comforted us in all our tribulations, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. So he's talking about that Paul and the apostles were able to bear any trial, any tribulation that came upon them for ministry because God would always comfort them, take care of them in the pressures and the hardships of life that they were receiving. And as a return, as they were being poured into, as they were going through, whenever they would minister to the people, to the church, then that same comfort that God had given them, God expected them to give back to the people. So that's the same thing that God expects for us right now. That, yes, all of us are going through something in this pandemic and in this, 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 this time period. But there's an expectation from God that as we all go through this, that we are supposed to be a person who can give back to another person because God has given to you. So it's supposed to be reciprocal. A lot of times people call it in today's time, paying it forward. So they say that when somebody does something for you, you need to do something for somebody else. But in the Bible, Paul talks about this comfort that they receive. He says in this fifth verse, For as the suffering of Christ abound in us, so our consolation also aboundeth by Christ. So the as Paul them suffered, then God comforted then comforted the apostles. And then Paul turns right around and he makes another statement. He says, And whether we be afflicted, it is for your consolation and salvation. So whatever was happening to Paul, they would grow. Whenever things happen to us, we're supposed to grow through what's happening. Through these hard times, 
it ought to get to the point where some of us really have gotten to the point where we know that there is no other help but God. And we've had to trust in God in a certain sort of way. We've had to trust in God that we know that many of us know that the pandemic is real with the amount of people who have passed away. And we trusted in God because we some of us still had to get out there and go to work. But we trusted in God that he would take care of us during this pandemic. We did the things, yes, that we knew to do, but we still had to trust in the Lord to know that when we went out, that he would cover us. We trusted in him that we would do everything that we knew to do to not be affected by COVID. I'm not saying that the people who got it didn't do that. They did. Some of them did. Some of them didn't. And the thing about some things is when some things happen to people, sometimes we will never understand why. But I'm just saying in this situation that we all did and do what we know that we're supposed to do. We keep trying. We keep pushing. We keep pressing. But we have to depend on God. That was the thing that Paul and them did. That whenever they went through something, they they knew that with the sufferings that they were going through, they knew that God would help them through it. And they knew that they had to turn around with the same comfort the same things that God had comforted them in, it was their responsibility and expectation from God that they would turn around and comfort the people. So when we're going through trials and tribulations amongst believers, there's supposed to be a reciprocal effect, meaning that we are supposed to lift each other up. We're supposed to comfort ye one another. He says in the fifth verse, For as the sufferings of Christ abound in us, so our consolation also aboundeth by Christ. And whether we be afflicted, it is for your consolation and salvation, which is effectual in enduring of the same suffering which we also suffered. And whether we be comforted, it is for your consolation and salvation. So if the apostles were going through something, they knew they had that responsibility to watch out for the people. They knew they had the responsibility to preach the gospel. They knew they had the responsibility to go through sufferings and rejection and pain because they were Christians and they were hated because of the word that they were bringing forth. But yet and still, when the people would suffer, they would need to give back comfort to the people, encouragement to the people. I was thinking about a boxing match and on the if you look at it when a person is is boxing, that you can kind of look at that as 
if you're you know, uh, going through some things in your life and you're in a fight for your life, you're in a fight for your family, and I'm talking about trying to pay the bills, you may be dealing with a sickness, you may have the responsibilities of taking care of elderly parents, you got the responsibility of taking care of your children, the children have been out of school, you're still trying to work, all your bills are coming in, that's a boxing match in and of itself. And so when you have people who are watching people box, you've got the spectators. And there's, you might hear them say, uh, throw a punch. Uh, uh, you can do it. Keep on. And I don't know all the boxing terms, but I've watched boxing before. And sometimes, and, and really in any competition, any um, event or sporting event, when you hear the cheers of the fans and the encouragements of the fans, then it makes the one who is in the match want to fight harder. Well, I take that same analogy and I put it back with the Christian. As I said, with all the things that are going on, with all the problems, with all the um, the bills and the way the situation is now, when you hear other Christians encouraging you that you know that you can go forward, then it makes you push. It makes you press. When when your family says, it's going to be all right, it's going to be all right, that makes you want to go forward. Or when you hear the message from your pastor, you hear somebody else telling you that you can make it, other people have been through it, you can get through it then it does give you some hope and some encouragement and that's what we're that's it's that's a part of comfort so paul also makes another statement and he says that in that seventh verse for our hope of you is steadfast knowing that as you are partakers of the suffering and that's a promise right there for everybody, for you and for me. We all going to suffer something. We all going to go through some hardship. We all going to go through some losses in life, some disappointments. But he says that you may be a partaker of the sufferings, so shall you also be of the consolation. So whatever comes out of suffering... When we're in Christ, we all going to be partakers of it. Just as Christ was there, as God was there for these apostles through tribulations and hardships, God is going to be there for you and I the very same way. After we get through all this suffering, there's going to be some glory that's going to come out of all of this. Yes, sir. There will be glory that comes out of this. We're not going through all this pressure and all this pain for nothing. There's pressure on us. There's pain. There's disappointment. There's been hurt and broken hearts. But there's going to be a glory that will come out of this. Some of us have gotten stronger than we've ever been before. Some of us 
have reached out and started businesses because there was nothing else there. Things had failed. Some of us have gotten closer to our families because we've been able to spend more time with them. And so that's one side of it. Some of us, some relationships have gotten worse because we've had to spend so much time with each other and have gotten on the other person's nerves. But in those times, I still believe that some people have been drawn to prayer. Some people have been stressed out. And it's just been all types of things. So no matter who's facing what, if we take that responsibility as a Christian, if we're supposed to console one another, if the person is going through something bad and needs to talk, If you're there for comfort and you stand like God says for you to stand and what God has poured into you, then you're supposed to be able to pour in and help somebody else. And that's the way it's supposed to be working now. But the thing about it is Paul wants you to know. And he says to them, and and. As I said before, we have to take the rose-colored glasses off because we're going to go through some things. It's not always going to be peaches and ice cream, as I said. Paul says in that eighth verse, and this this is powerful to point out. He says, for we would not, brethren, have you ignorant of our trouble, which came to us in Asia that we were pressed out of measure. So he's taking the rose-colored glasses off because he wanted them to be aware that they were going through something. All of America knows that the United States has gone through something. The whole world has gone through something with this pandemic. And so even Paul says that we were pressed out of measure we as a nation we've been pressed out of measure above our strength Paul says in so much that we despaired even of life sometimes things can get so hard that you really just want to check out but thank God for grace and mercy his comfort that we don't do that. The pressures can get so hard. And that's why you need to be able to console somebody else because you don't know how bad this pressure has gotten on somebody else and they feel like there is no hope. But if they can hear a word from you saying you can make it or if you can help them in any kind of way, if you can stretch out your hand to help somebody, You don't know whose life you're saving. Just by maybe you sharing some food or you helping to pay somebody's light bill or you just giving somebody a word of encouragement or you giving them relief and taking, um, trying to help a little bit with their kids as best as you can, you know, in this pandemic, then you're doing what God wants you to do. The comfort that God gives to you 
is the comfort that you're supposed to share with somebody else to help them through. So, Paul says, be aware that tribulations will come, hard times will come, they felt pressed out of measure, and we felt that. And then Paul says, but we had a sentence of death in ourselves. And one uh, translation says the sentence means that, but we had the answer of death in ourselves, that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God, which raised the dead. So he goes back and he refers to God as one who raises the dead naturally, but God is also one who raises the dead spiritually. So we can't, when we're in tribulations, we can't trust in ourselves because the one thing about us when we're going through something is that we do get caught up and we go off into emotions. And when we go off into emotions, we'll go off into um, a rage. We'll go off into anger. We'll go off into depression when so many pressures come upon us at one time, when so much is pulling at us, we'll go off into the emotions and we will go off into that. So one thing that I, I in my mind, will do, and as I started off, I said that I started on this message and prior to going to work, I started on this message And so during work, it seemed like everything the whole day from the beginning all the way to the very end of the day when I left my job, it was problem after problem after problem after problem. And I knew that for this message that I was in a warfare today because I had to present this message if I had to rate myself I got through the day but I as I preached to you I preached to me because I was irritated I felt pressed beyond measure because the things that I could have accomplished today I didn't accomplish I'll have to do double duty when I go to work the next day to make up for this day. But the thing about it is this, that for the cause of Christ, for the cause of this message, for the cause of me teaching this Bible study to you, that which I suffered today, it was all worth it because I know that that day the the pressures of life at work came about because I had the right message for the people who need to hear it in this time so this is God's message and so the enemy was raging today because I had a word that I had to give and so as I say with a robot when you when you want to get your emotions out of the way and you want to go in and to trust God in what you're doing, then a robot, he doesn't really even think about 
He's not emotional. He just does what he has to do. He just keeps functioning at the tasks that he's assigned to do. And that's how the enemy wants to get us off point. He wants us to get emotional about it so that we'll mess up, so that we'll fuss, so that we'll get frustrated about it. But the robot is assigned a task and it just does the task. It doesn't think about it. Doesn't have that emotion in them. It just completes the task. Paul says that when you're going through trials and tribulations, for those who have problems with their bills, trust the Lord. Do what you need to do, but believe that God is going to help you to work it out. Believe that God's going to help you to take care of the kids. Believe that you're not going to lose your mind through all of this, that God is a sustainer and he's going to keep you. Amen. So we know that the only time that really anything that's computerized normally messes up is when it malfunctions and usually it malfunctions because there's a virus in it. And for us to malfunction, usually sin comes about or we, we fail to heed something that the Lord has told us to do and we just lose our temper and we just, whoop, we go off or we give up or we just say, I'm not going to do it anymore. That's when it still rolls back around to that comfort. The God who gives you comfort, we got to comfort each other during this. Let's go to the, let's skip and go to the 11th verse. Well, let, let me say here. So Paul's talked about the comfort that God has given to them through all of this. But then, and the responsibility that we all have to comfort one another, as the apostles knew as they were comforted, that they would need to comfort the people. He also makes a statement and he ties in the power of prayer. He says, let me, let me read here the 10th verse. He says, he's talking about God who delivered us from so great a death and doth deliver in whom we trust that he will yet deliver us. So your trust and my trust continues to have to be in God. But he also makes a statement to the church at Corinth and to the saints that are Achaia. He says, you also helping together by prayer for us, that for the gift bestowed upon us by the means of many persons, thanks may be given by many on our behalf. So he's saying that when we pray for each other, you help to bring the person through whatever they're going through. When you lift up prayer, you can break yokes off of people. When you pray for others, God hears your prayer. God hears what you're saying. And so don't forget to pray one for another. Don't forget to acknowledge people that you know. Don't forget to acknowledge your friends, your family, your your pastors, your your leadership in your churches, your teachers, your doctors, your government. Lift up God's people and 
pray through prayer through prayer well this has been the bible study that i wanted to talk about there's more to talk about but i'm going to put it on another uh, bible study probably will continue this this bible study but for the teachings for tonight i did just want to go ahead and get them on and i'm asking you if you will help to share my podcast if you will send the podcast to somebody else because this message somebody else needs to hear this message we are indeed our brother's keeper and as the apostles were able to stand and like i said paul mentions this one thing and this is how we have felt paul says that they were pressed beyond measure and strength in so much that they despaired even of life, that these were pressures that they were feeling. But the catcher is that but God, they had a God in their life who carried them through trials and tribulations, who they knew that they could count on for everything that was going on in their world and the world around them. And I am here to tell you that the same God that helped Paul and the apostles through every tribulation will help you and will help me through everything that we have to go through and we can know and we can bank on that that God will never leave us nor will he forsake us you can count on God to be the one to give you comfort to give you the strength that you need and you can know without a shadow of a doubt that you will make it through this time So just believe the Lord. Do those things that you know how to do. Those things that you cannot do. Remember that the Lord will help you. Remember to pray and don't give up. And God will help you through the trials and the tribulations that are in this life. We will be all right. This has been Evangelist Valerie Laurie coming to you with sharing the word of God. Just trust in the Lord and know you're going to make it. Until we meet again, bye-bye.